a big coffee, it's also a healthy tool. So, it's spices, all the spices like cardamom, like saffron, like ginger and everything, they, they're traditional healing instruments. So the antioxidants, they actually, if cloves, it uh, helps you to get rid of all the, it, originally it was killing the bacteria, that's how people were using antimicrobial functions. Mm -hmm. So it should be marketed properly, people need to know about it, that understanding, that instead of going and drinking the sugary full of drinks of syrups and yeah. like, I don't know, and um, there is so much benefit. It's of medicine. Drinking. It's a medicine, it's a tradition, medicine. This episode is proudly brought to you by Mapper Forwards Workshop, it's time to become a coffee consultant. Learn how to diversify your revenue streams and create freedom from your day job while saying goodbye to that alarm clock forever by becoming a consultant within the coffee industry or directly to consumers who have shifted towards home brewing and home roasting. Protect your income from challenging times in the coffee value chain by taking this course today. Go to mapperforward.coffee forward slash workshops or click the link in the show notes for details. Powered by DXB Live and World of Coffee Dubai, Mapper Forward is proud to be the official podcast partner of World of Coffee Dubai in 2024 for a second year in a row. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward, friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and this is a brand new episode of our series at World of Coffee Dubai, where we are talking about how do we empower the coffee industry in 2024? And my guest today, which is a deep honor for me to welcome Medina Lias back to the podcast, and this is our first time doing it in person. This is exciting for me because especially when we're talking about empowering the coffee industry in 2024, I look at people who have started businesses and it is small business that's gonna empower our industry in 2024. And you are the hallmark of a business owner that is building with her own two hands. You could have taken a very easy route to do other things. You have a lot of capabilities. You are a very intelligent woman who has studied many, many things and you're building a business. And for me, when people are starting a business like this, this is why we bring people like you on the podcast. You are the epitome of showing people what it is to build sustainably. So thank you for joining me on the podcast. Thank you so much for welcoming me here. It's a real honor. Thank you. Thank you. Now, today we're going to ask that same question. How do we empower the coffee industry in 2024? So remind people what Medina Coffee is and what you're doing and then let's talk about that question. So remind people, come up to the microphone. Okay, so yeah, uh, we two years ago we started a company which we called Medina Coffee Company and uh, the concept of it is to reintroduce or to some people is to introduce the authentic Arabic coffee to the modern world and um, and sort of it's a, it's a fusion uh, it's a contemporary type of arabic coffee and the goal of this project is to preserve this beautiful intangible cultural heritage to celebrate it to promote it and to make it very fashionable trendy and modern for the future generation for the younger generation particularly for my kids uh, that's the reason I, main reason i started it and for the people who are new to the Arab culture, who has never been, for the people who are coming here, who are visiting the countries, who are traveling and want to understand uh, something about the local culture. And the main thing is to feature here is actually the Arab hospitality. And I think this is a way how to do it. Yeah, and I, I don't think enough people 
out in the West and in other countries understand how deeply ingrained Arabic coffee is in the Arab culture. Like coffee in general is ingrained in the Arab culture. And the kind of uh, coffee that you are specifically talking about in your book, The Art of Arabic Coffee, this is the birthplace of coffee. This kind of coffee is the first way that coffee was drunk in Yemen. So um, it is a on every coin here in the Emirates is a dalla. Right? That's how deeply ingrained coffee is in the culture in the Middle East. And what you're doing, you're, you're from Kazakhstan. You're married to an Arab. And the fact that you are making sure you preserve this his- history and heritage for your children is just really beautiful. The other part of this that is really interesting is that the complexity of this beverage is something that your book really deep start, deep dives into. Um, and what I find that your book is doing is it is celebrating, and celebration is a way of empowering, right? It is celebrating the uniqueness of the way that this coffee is brewed in different regions in the Middle East. So uh, the different recipes, the different spices, the different roast profiles. So how is Medina coffee as you build this brand and as you grow, how, how is that leaning into the diversity of this coffee? So I want to start with a question. A lot of people asking me and saying, so what is the best way or what is the right way to brew Arabic coffee? And I always smile to them and then say, you know, there is no one right way. It's not that type of a coffee as an espresso when you have a formula and you have a machine and in the, there is a particular taste. The beauty of the Arabic coffee that there is a variety of the recipes. And each family, each tribe, each country, each region has their own blends, each type of the roast, uh, each type of the spices, particular spices they add. And that's, I think, the, the real, like, difference that's make it so unique it's so authentic and i would never say oh no 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 this is the only right way to yeah. it. i would say no this is a one of the ways how to make it uh i collected over 700 recipes and i'm still collecting right now wow. i think 755 56 every day somebody is sending me a new recipe i'm not joking wow. or new secret or something and I can also, I have few of my favorite recipes. And just yesterday I tried a new one. I will tell you, it's like saffron and vanilla without cardamom and the way you add it in a different way. It's delicious, it's stunning with a light roast of coffee. But I would say that there is no one right particular roast which you should use. Uh, I'm sure people, if they went to Saudi, they saw the ultra light roast, how they use it. And the, the, the amount of spices is much, much more. And it's much more hail, much more cardamom. Yeah. If you go too close to Syria or to Lebanon or to Jordan, uh, it will be much darker roast, yeah. right? It will be a dark roast, maybe with a little bit of cardamom at the end just to eat, add the, the flavor. But there is no one right. And I think that's the way how to celebrate it. We need to be open for it. We need to travel and try and be saying and like not to be judgmental to be a very like curious to try each new recipe and out of this comes a fusion tell me so yeah so uh, my recipes which actually you can like people trying it here and uh, when we open our cafe in a few months people can people can try there but it's a fusion of today's modern world and uh, the original Arabic coffee. So sometimes I take a medium roast, but I will add the way the Saudis put spices there. So I will put as much cardamom as they do. 
or vice versa. I will put a light rose, but I will put completely different spices, like a nutmeg. Wow. Like a frankincense, like an orange blossom. Frankincense. Yeah, frankincense makes it delicious. So I learned it in, from people who are originally from Dafar, from Salala. So the purest frankincense, which they dissolve in the water, they dissolve in the kahwa. It adds incredible aroma. It's incredible. The taste is so unique. So um, sometimes I put like a fresh vanilla. So not the vanilla syrup with sugar and everything. That the vanilla pot. Yeah, so they, they, yes, pot, which you... Uh, people actually uh, in Zanzibar learned how to do that or if I talk about uh, I met with uh, some Saudi Bedouins and I learned from them that they put chili flakes you know I came and had I came to an event of yours and I tried the coffee with the chili in it it's wildly delicious I did not understand that if you put chili flakes when you're brewing coffee wow and it wasn't like uh, it doesn't have the same kind of heat as when you eat chili yeah. There's something about the, the relationship in the way that they're brewed together. Yeah, and with cinnamon, it goes very well with yeah, the cinnamon. Yeah, that's what was in it. Yeah, so, but it's also, there is a secret, you don't put cinnamon powder, we put a cinnamon stick. Six. Yeah, so we grind it a particular way, how to make it. So it took me tons of times, you know, uh, so I had to adjust the, the type of a grind. I noticed that if you grind it a little bit more powder, it just completely spoils the taste. The same with the cardamom. You cannot put the powder of cardamom. It will, like, it will, it's, you will just waste your coffee and the cardamom if you put it that way. Wow. Yeah, yeah. so it's, uh, it's really like a very meticulous, pedantic job. Like the same in, in specialty coffee, the way the extra 15 grams of coffee will really spoil it. Oh, yeah. Or it will, like, you know, it will not be that way. So the same way here is the spices and the coffee. Coffee. You need to be balancing them. If the coffee is not good and you have excellent spices, it will taste disgusting. It will be terrible. Or vice versa, if you take the most premium specialty coffee, but the spices uh, were not stored properly, or you put them a little bit more or a little bit less, uh, it's also wasted. The beauty of Arabic coffee is that you need to taste everything. It should be beautiful, but you need to taste coffee. You need to taste vanilla. And it's, the vanilla should not be overtaking. Well, saffron should not be overtaking the rose water should not be overtaking and it's like mm, it's a balance and here it comes like um my sensory uh like uh, your sensory skills yeah yeah, yeah, yeah my yeah, sensory yeah. skills because i'm very particular with this i will smell it so many times and if i'm not happy i will not just do it so i think my family tries tries every day so many different coffees and until i get it like really really happy with it i will not offer it to anybody else Wow. So, you know, a part of um, empowerment is openness. In my, in my mind, being open is a really empowering behavioral trait. And I wonder how you're finding people who experience your coffee from within the industry, how are they receiving that coffee? I think that, look, in general, I was very welcomed. Awesome. I, I was very, very welcomed by the people, awesome. especially like my friends who own the cafes. They're welcoming me to, to host there, to give a talks. So awesome. uh, in general, I, know I didn't get any negative feedback. Um, sometimes people are surprised that say we can put these spices into the coffee. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes people are not uh, like really aware of different roles. But majority of the people with whom I, I met, and who they, they are very happy to try it at least. That, like they were very open because they see it as the goal of that project is not just to create an incredible coffee 
and that with people will from all different parts of the world will be interested and trying and love it to, to, to taste and drink it. But also it has a much deeper mission as to celebrate it and to make it like Arabic coffee popular all around the world, to make it fashionable. So when people hear about it subconsciously, they already have a very positive approach because, you know, um, big projects are never easy. And when they have a, such a mission, but when you tell people uh, why you're doing, what's the reason behind it, 99.9% I hear from the people is a very thankful and positive feedback. And, and especially from the local uh, people, I mean, like from the from the Gulf, Emiratis, from the Emiratis, from Omanis, from uh, from some, yeah. So they they are asking, saying, like you are doing, not being an Arab, you are doing it for a future generation here. And I said, I'm doing it for my kids because they're Arabs. And I live here for 16 years, and I have been so welcome to this region. I was so well treated, I was so respected. So. I'm in love. I consider myself. If people ask me, like I'm saying, like where are you from? Or, like if I say right now, we go to Instagram. There is two flags. There is flag of Kazakhstan and the flag of Oman. So it's two countries for me. That's amazing. And I was like, yeah. So I believe that this is my way to pay back for the way I was welcomed, for the hospitality of the Arabs. And actually, if you go back, Kazakhstan's and Arabs had a very, very long history. So we were always had like a very, very good relations and. We used to use Arabic alphabet till beginning of 19th century. And the names, like in Kazakhstan, is like, my name is Medina, right? It's an Arabic name. It means city. Yeah, it means city. It's the first city where Islam was accepted. So all our names, like we have, we have a lot of very deep interconnection between the cultures. So uh, I'm very like thankful and grateful that I have this opportunity to do it here. Because, like, first of all, I was allowed to do it. That the book is printed, and people are coming and trying the coffee. And uh, it's a long-term project, but it's a long-term commitment. But something when you really believe it, and you see it as your mission. So I'm very ready to do that. You know, I'm I'm so grateful that you talk that way, uh, with such gratitude about the Arab culture. It's so misunderstood, and to hear hear you talk that way about how Arabs yeah. are we're, we're, we're all about hospitality, hus- hospitality. everything is around hospitality everything everything that we do and but people take advantage of that right like people yeah. see us at, people take advantage of our hearts and we, I, I, what I also think I never like to argue whatever it is so I feel the best way to talk and to promote the culture is talk about the good things yeah yeah so let's like let's go a little bit slightly different so before arabic coffee i was an expert i was like actually studied for one year how to make japanese tea so wow. i know how to make how to brew and i studied in japanese embassy i was going to try to understand the tea ceremonies and how deep is like it's really documented and promoted and look people travel to japan just to try the japanese tea ceremony yeah. everybody puts it on the bucket list to do it in, in japan right but Arabic coffee ceremony is at least as sophisticated. I can compare it because at I least. know both. At least. I can tell you it's at, at least. least. The question is not documented, it's not promoted, it's not celebrated that way as Japanese tea ceremony right. is. So I think if we all put efforts into it, people will travel to the Middle East knowing that they, it's, it's all around hospitality, knowing that it's all around the good things. So um, if we want to promote the local culture, we need to talk about only good things. And this is the best way. Look. 
coffee is the second largest traded commodity after oil. It's not. It's not. But yeah. I get what you mean. It's not. But okay. and 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 the reason I I I always correct when people yeah. say that it used to be, but these days it's at about 111, okay. 112. But it's it's, a, it's one it's of the major. massive, right? It's huge. it's huge, and we have to respect the fact that this really is a part of everybody's day and i think that's yes. the point that you're you're driving at is like it is such a ritualistic part of everybody's day everybody, everybody like they're like everybody knows about coffee the majority of the people drink it every day and the cafes on the popping up every day and then oh, this yeah. is everywhere so but people don't really know that the world has coffee today thanks to the arabs, arabs. thanks to the arabs So we need to celebrate it and talk about it, and but let's make it also fashionable. And I want the younger generation to be proud of this drink and to make this drink easy for them to drink, so that you don't like you know you don't need to go to a traditional majlis and wait for two hours when it happens on the only events yeah. for Eid or for iftar or you know for or for a wedding. Yeah. So it needs to be like really um, accessible. Yeah, a hundred percent. And also the. It's all. It's my opinion, but I believe the way to preserve the heritage, heritage should be also dynamic. It should be should be flexible. Yeah. So there is a way like how originally people grew, but also there should be ways how to make it in a modern way, with spices and like you know, and at the same time, served in like in in finjans and with the law, but it it can be slightly modified, and the people will be willing to try it. Everything should evolve. Every brand yeah. evolves, and the and the the life cycle of that kind of yes. thing is accelerating 100%. constantly. So I created the recipes of Arabic cappuccino with saffron. Yeah. I created the recipes of iced kahwa. I mean, how to make it with like in the hot like here the summer is killing, right? It's, it's like when it's 50 degrees. I haven't had a summer here yet. Okay, so it, it's gonna it's be, coming. It, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. It's 50 degrees Celsius with okay. humidity of 70%. So at that time, and I was thinking, what to do? We created a recipe. So I brewed the Arabic coffee, and then we added uh, sugar-free ginger syrup. Wow. And we added some ice. Oh my God, it's delicious. Wow, that it's sounds delicious. amazing. It's delicious. It's, it's, it's stunning. But also another thing, another important part of it to talk about it. I'm extremely health-oriented person. I quit sugar. I eat only organic processed food. I experiment of growing food at home in my garden and like uh, in a month. But what does it mean that Arabic coffee is also a healthy tool? So... It's spices, all the spices like cardamom, like saffron, like ginger, and everything. They they traditional healing instruments. So the antioxidants. They actually, if cloves, it uh, helps you to get rid of all the. It, it, originally, it was killing the bacteria. That's how people were using antimicrobial functions. Mm -hmm. So. It should be marketed properly. People need to know about it, that understanding. That instead of going and drinking the sugary full of drinks of syrups and yeah. like, I don't know. And um, there is so much benefit. It's of medicine. Drinking. It's a medicine. It's a tradition. Medicine. It's a really like it's a remedy. And you can drink it and brew it at home yourself. If it's properly, I guess, like, you know, if you don't uh, add the, any chemically processed ingredients, it's great. So I, I love it. I mean, in the 1500s, we, we attended a talk. Uh, yesterday about the history of Arabic coffee that was given by Muhammad al-Masalmi and he was talking about the oh, way that they used to drink coffee in the 1500s like the way that they started yeah. uh, brewing it back then and it, it was it was a medicine the medicine was considered yes a medicine and even now like I mean if you take only saffron saffron originally is a uh, natural antidepressant it's a it's yeah. yes 
so and it was so, a yeah. part of coffee yeah it's a part of coffee like i mean the one the vanilla the all of the other spices the cloves all of them they have incredible health benefits and first they taste delicious First, it tastes delicious. So this is another aspect of that, what I really believe in, what I'm doing. And also, I believe in sustainability. I really believe it should be um, the only way the businesses can survive long term. It should be a sustainable uh, process and production, and it should be a socially responsible project. So social responsibility is like when you take care of where the coffee is coming from, where the, the spices are coming from, how you package it what the people are doing with the packaging after that. Mm. So here, what I really like, like, I mean, you don't need to really waste a lot of things to make this coffee. And actually, after that, that's coffee. What they, my friends, you know what they did? They did masks with it. They sent me photos of it. So everything that they brewed after that, they oh, mixed they, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is, wow. oh, it's actually pretty good. I didn't try it yet myself, but I, I, should okay. tr- I should try it. No, but um, I really believe in social responsibility and... Uh, that's how we uh that's one of the things and rules in our business awesome awesome remind people where they can find you online so online they can find us in medina coffee company uh-huh. uh, the books are available in kinakunia they they available on amazon they're available i think in almost all the bookstores all over the gulf amazing uh, but we also have a small store in al-sarkal Yep. Uh, we are open there and within next six months we are opening our cafe location is still coming up still and people can buy your roasted coffee in al sarkal right yeah, yeah, yeah people can buy it on al sarkal they can buy it on our website they can buy it in uh, uh duty free actually from the next week they will be able to buy it in abu dhabi ah mabruk yes, yes so they will perfect. be available in abu dhabi yeah inshallah. perfect inshallah so thank you for coming on the podcast thank you so much for welcoming me here always will you sign us off you know how we sign off this podcast right yes will you do us the honor yeah. of doing that sure go on Peace, love, and uh, best love and peanut butter. Peace, love, and peanut butter, everybody. <laughs> Have an amazing rest of your day. <laughs> Bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode, friends. Awesome. Please don't forget to show us some love by subscribing, liking, commenting, and most of all, sharing this podcast with your friends. Check the show notes for links, including our sponsors and our Patreon. And stay tuned for more great conversations on the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward.